0: Hello everyone. Welcome to another edition of I haven't come up with a name yet. It's Gil and Nick sitting down, chit chatting. I'm thinking Gil's gripes. What do you think about that, Gil? Yeah, it's a good one. Gil's gripes. Gil's gripes. Uh, what's That's eating Gilbert? Before. That's also a good one <laughs> from that you know that play on the movie. Um, who knows? It's just a nice little uh, little sit down session that we have weekly. It's getting a lot of positive feedback, so we decided to do it again. Uh, how you doing today, Gil? <sighs> okay. Not well, too bad, not too bad. <laughs> I'm still alive. Yeah. So. Well, yes, that is, that is true. That's a true statement. I can uh, I can agree. I can concur. It's true. He is alive. Um, so we're heading into a three day weekend. What? what? Right? Did you know that? Are you aware? You know, no, I just no should, work Monday. Honestly, I just found out about it yesterday. Oh, I really? thought I thought we were. I would, if I didn't
1: ask, I would have just showed up. <laughs> I'm show up here. Nobody here. Like, where the fuck is everybody? Yeah,
0: you know, once you get older and you don't have school anymore, you kind of forget the holidays. That you know, when you're in when you're in school, you know every holiday that you have. You know, oh yes, I got another day off of school. All these holidays that you have, but when you get older, a lot of businesses they don't close for every holiday. So you just kind of forget. You never know. That's true. That's how, at least that's how I feel sometimes. I was excited when I was in school and we had a holiday coming up. Right? Was, I'd be counting. Oh, days. my God. You knew exactly. Oh, yes, we got a holiday coming up. No school. But, you know, as you get older, you work and you become an adult, those days kind of dwindle and there's not so many uh, holidays that you can take off anymore. So um, now that we're away from the us being sad about getting older and not having holidays, um, you wanted to talk about a story that you had about uh, you said some pastors dying because Jesus didn't help them out or something like that. What happened? Oh my gosh!
1: <laughs> yes, you know Like uh, you, you, know, I'm a religious person. Uh-huh. I mean, yep. I'm not out there holding signs up saying you're going to hell for going to a concert, religious. But you know, I am a religious person. I have my own walk with God, but mm. I truly believe that prayer is great. You know, it's something that you want to do. You want to pray for somebody. You want to get prayed for. That's great. But too many people rely on God to do the work for them. Now, what do you mean? God's not going to help you unless you help yourself. Okay? That is my true belief. Like, I've seen some crazy shit and heard some crazy shit, and it gives religion a bad rap. It gives Christians, Catholics, whatever religion you are, it just gives them such a bad rap. Um, it's great to have faith walk by faith and that's totally okay but when you're praying and you're for example okay few people have been claiming to we can heal the coronavirus by faith and then they die okay they want their churches open they're like oh i'm gonna i'm gonna heal you all by faith And then the people who have the coronavirus are dying because they're just being prayed for, and then the person praying
0: for them dies of the coronavirus. It just, it it just—you see that a lot, though. Like you, you ever sometimes on when I was younger, you flip the channels on TV, you'd have people that say they can heal this and I can heal that, and God and God can heal this and God can, and they—it's all the time, and usually. They're almost pumping it up. That look what we can do. This is what we can do. Believe in what we believe because this is what can happen for you. Well, yeah, you know, it's funny you mentioned the commercials because I've seen a lot of those commercials as well. Uh, one of them
1: being Benny Hinn. I remember watching him grow up. i'd Yeah, do it, like a uh, super nice hair with the like old laugh because he would be like slapping people with his jacket and they'd be flying across the stage and it just didn't make sense to me and the one thing that you know when i was in church i would hear people uh, for example one of the churches i went to there was a couple they had about six kids mm-hmm. okay totally okay you can have as many kids as you want you know that's they love yeah. kids you know and they're a great family and everything but they both quit their jobs <laughs> and said we're gonna pray and leave it in god's hands yeah. Um, listen, God's not going to go to work for you and get you a paycheck so you can feed your children. I'm sorry. Okay, you have to go to work. You have to wake up every day, go to work, make your money so your kids have a roof over their heads, so they have food and clothes, so they have water or you know whatever it is that they need, that they have it. Okay, you can't just sit and quit your jobs sit there and pray and say God's going to take care of it. Like, yeah, okay, it's great to have faith like that, but I'm sorry, this is the real world. That's not how it works. And if, honestly, like, if I was... If I see somebody doing that and I was God, I'd be like, okay, I'm not going to help you unless you help yourself. Like, you have to help yourself. I will give you some assistance along the way. Maybe send a couple people your way, give you some better opportunities here and there. I believe like, as long as you're helping yourself, good opportunities and blessings will come your way. But I don't believe that, hey, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to pray to God and he's going to give me a paycheck. That makes no sense. I've been in church when they said, hey, can you please pray for us? And the pastor's like, yeah, what, what, what am I praying for? And they're like, oh, we're going to go to a store and find a really good deal on a mattress. Mm-hmm. I'm like, are you fucking serious? We're in church right now and you're people. Asking, that pray to win the lotto? Yeah. Stuff like that? Yeah, it just does not make sense to me. And then when I saw these articles about these pastors telling people, I'm going to blow on you and the coronavirus is going to disappear. <laughs> it's like, let's fucking be real, okay?
0: Why do you think people believe that? Like, where where did they get the idea from? Well, a lot of it are these pastors that
1: preach at these super churches. Like, the the churches that are, like, considered, like, the mega churches. Like, I've never yeah. seen a person in a congregation say, I'm going to blow on you and the coronavirus is going to disappear. <laughs> like, honestly, like, that's too much liability. But, I mean, you you think they're trying to generate it's, revenue of some I, I sort honestly re- like i said last time i think man destroyed religion religion has turned into a business and honestly like mm. a business that pretty much don't pay taxes let's mm-hmm. just be you know, I'm, I'm being honest like, and you see just... a lot of
0: the the ones that really believe hardcore and they pray a lot for like stuff like getting a job or winning money because they don't have money they well, you see a lot of the times you think, like, the poor people kind of... poorer people get sucked into hey, it. Let me give you an example, okay?
1: There was a few times where I went to a job interview, okay? Mm-hmm. And I didn't pray to get a job. I didn't say, oh, Lord... I'm going to pray right now. Make this guy give me a job. Make this company hire me. Make this company see something in me. No, but I did pray for the wisdom to answer the interview questions correctly. Help me along the process. Along with the process, help me say the right words that I'm thinking. Help mm-hmm. me to you know not stumble. Help me to remember the things I've studied. You know, and, that's and that how, helps you. That's how I that? about it. You know what? I I honestly, to me, mm-hmm. yes. And that's just my own personal thing. Absolutely, but I, I'm not going to sit there and pray and say, "Hey, uh, you know, I need to win the lotto. What's we'll, the lotto numbers, God, <laughs> give me those numbers?" You know, like. But I bet people not, do do that.
0: Yes, they do absolutely. And forget. for some, for for whatever reason, they feel that God can provide that. And Mike, I just wonder how did that start? How do these people take it? Because you see, religion in all aspects of religion get taken the wrong way or they go too far with it um a lot of religions you got a lot of those people that are like extreme like extremists on what it is yeah do you feel that that maybe i don't know that god has got propped up so much that they everyone is just almost relying that he can just do everything because it's like he can do all and he can well
1: i i think he can but the problem is like people forget like the human, let's just, but, but, you still so, have to be a decent person so, and do your thing. Society's things. lazy. Okay, I'm just gonna say society. We, we are society. You the hear that? Society. Is like, society lazy. is lazy. There's mm-hmm. a lot of hard-working people out there, but the new generation coming up—they just feel so entitled. It's crazy. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I just think a lot of people just don't want to put in the work and they want to rely on something that they believe in. And it's okay to believe in God. It's okay to pray for things. And. But what are we praying? Are we being realistic in our prayers? You know, are we praying for good health? Are we praying for, you know, money? Are we What are we praying for? You know, if I'm going to sit there and pray, I'm not going to pray for, hey, Lord, f- give me the lotto numbers. If mm. I need money and I'm desperate, I'm not going to pray for the lotto numbers. What I'm going to do is I'm going to get my ass out there. I'm going to get a job. I'm going to work. But I'm also going to, if I'm going to pray, mm. I'm going to say, hey, Lord, you know, at some point, have sense, you know, like, give Bless me with an opportunity that I can pursue. You know, it's two different things. Praying for a handout and praying for an opportunity that I can work on and pursue and build myself up. You know, it's, those are two different things to pray for. So, I don't know, I just think people got prayer, they have prayer wrong. Um,
0: The religion, it has been,
1: I mean, it's been
0: passed down. Do you think that religious people and the religion, people that are behind the, like, the religious people that are, have their churches and they do all that stuff do you feel like maybe that they're they go to these extremes as far as saying i can blow on you and coronavirus you think that they're almost it's almost a fear of people are starting to lose religion a little bit more than they have in the past because in the past you see a lot of uh like older movies and stuff like that a lot like almost everybody in there going to church really religious a lot of people that signed up to be in a war are doing it based off beliefs of God's gonna protect me But now I don't, It seems like Do you think that people are kind of Maybe Not being as religious I think the word is Like a It's becoming more secular Is this non-religious beliefs now Do you think that Some religious groups Are trying to go to the extreme To get people to come back Like hey 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 And you think I mean, That might be some is, of the tactics I mean it
1: could be Religion is a very popular thing mm-hmm. uh, you know, A lot of people Believe in religion um, religion's not how it used to be though, as, as well. It used to be where, in schools
0: too. You used to have to say, I pledge allegiance. And yeah,
1: you, you, you don't do that anymore. In schools, I they used to pray in schools and you know, a long time ago. So, and then here's a good example of how far religion has come back in the day. If you went to a congregation and you openly came out as gay or bisexual or lesbian or whatever and, or whatnot, you're going to hell. Okay. That's just how they preached it. Um, and that's different now, now. like Nowadays, there are people who go to church. There's gay churches. There's people who are openly gay in church. I'm sure there's gay pastors. Hmm. And granted, it's it's probably... it's, it's, it's basically uh, accepted now as part of religion, which is totally okay. You know, yeah. whatever you believe is what you believe. I'm not somebody to judge somebody. Whichever, if you're gay, if you're lesbian, whatever you are, that's your own business. And as long as you're a good person, then you know I'm not gonna It's not my, it's not me to judge you. You know. But it's yeah, but it's definitely but, not
0: a standard though, because you can do that in California. But I, if I, there's probably some places in the, the south or the east that haven't oh, really caught on, yeah. that they're like eh, still not, still no, not yeah. okay. Yeah, absolutely. So we live in California. You know, we're would, a very liberal state. It would be, it would be nice if it was a little more standardized, right? If everyone. If you had the same religion as someone else, it should be almost similar a little bit. Obviously, your prayer you're gonna be praying differently, I guess. This has come for me. I don't really. I've never really been to church. I went to church maybe a couple times uh, because I was dating a girl who went to church. That was the only reason why I went. Okay, I I wasn't brought up religious, so I'm asking a lot of questions because Gil has more of a religious background than I have. And honestly, so as I'm far not- as just me asking questions I'm just I'm really new I don't really know much about like what prayer I'm, yep. I don't know what the right way of prayers or what prayer is was is supposed to be for or what it used to be for or how people are getting it wrong I just don't I don't get what what the prayer thing is because it's kind of going to lead me into something I'm going to talk about here in a minute but as far as prayer what should it be used for because you said some people might be doing it wrong now
1: honestly for me I mean, prayer... How do I say this? For me, prayer is just a way to connect, Mm -hmm. to keep my walk with God and talk with Him and just have my meditation time with Him. Yeah. Whereas, you know, who says... says, I mean, okay, let's just be honest. Okay, you said that I mentioned that I feel people are doing it wrong. That's my own opinion, of course. People will say, well, how could you do prayer wrong? I think their intent is wrong, basically, is... Okay, I'm going to pray now for a million dollars. Uh, you know, like, okay, I'm going to quit my job and pray that God takes care of me. I think mm-hmm. that intent is wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, if you're praying, hey, you know, I've applied at 10 different places, um, please help me uh, send an opportunity my way. Or good health when yeah. someone's or, not feeling good yeah, or sick, you know, those, like that. the, that's, you know, your standardized prayer. And I think those are, you know, as long as you're being a good person and doing the things you're, you know that you feel is right for society and for, you know your by your family, then obviously those are okay things to ask for. But I don't think it's right if you have six kids to say, okay, I'm going to quit my job and then I'm going to pray that God just takes care yeah. of us and provides. And then be mad at God when it doesn't exactly, work out. Exactly, exactly. So that that's basically. I think some people have the right intentions and intent, and mm. some people. Are just doing it because maybe
0: they're just lazy. I don't know. Yeah. Well, um, as far as prayer goes, there's a couple articles that I've I've been looking at. You know, I'm starting to look at news articles and stuff like that to think of, to have topics to talk about. And uh, as far as religion goes, there was something I saw. Um, I'm not really familiar what uh, this is, but more than 1,200 pastors have vowed to hold in-person services on May 31st, Pentecost Sunday. Um, even though defying a state moratorium on religious gatherings that Gavin Newsom here in California imposed to slow the spread of novel coronavirus. So we're in, like, phase two out here in California, and part of phase two, the religious gatherings, religious facilities are not part of that thing to reopen. So you have a lot of people that are protesting it, saying that it needs to be open, that it's essential, that people need to be here. And I guess my question is, is that if how important is it in religion to have everybody have to be gathered up, um, in a place to like do prayer. Is it something bigger than that? Is it, it, can you, you can't get it from home? Like for me, is it similar for me? I would just reading it, how some of these people are saying how important it is to them that they need to be there. I think it's the fellowship is that they use that word that we need to be inside together, praying together, doing this together. Um, for me, the only thing I can relate to would be I'm a huge football fan. I'm a Raider fan, so watching a game at home is okay. But when you're in the stadium with all the other Raider fans, it's way better. Is that something similar as far as just being in there with people that have the similar beliefs? Does it make well, it more powerful? Does it feel better? Or is, I mean, is, is it is it something can't. that needs? Or is it essential to be there?
1: They've canceled sports, right? Yes. And why do they cancel it?
0: Uh, so people don't get the coronavirus. Okay.
1: Now, and again, this is just my thought process. A pastor can go to church. You know, you have your social distancing, mm-hmm. okay? A pastor could go to church, have his cameraman there, and he could stream a Sunday service. We're in the, this exactly. is t- 2020. He can we zoom have, it. We have so much technology now that he can go there on a Saturday, Literally record a sermon and then post it on the church's website or send it to the people However, they want to do it, you know, and people can log in and view that so rather than you know It's the same thing What I'm saying is God's not gonna say oh my gosh, you guys aren't going to church. You're zooming your sermon I'm going to punish you all. Oh, these people are going to church now, so, yeah, I'm going to give them blessings. That's not how it works, okay? Mm-hmm. I, honestly, I truly think that if, you know, I think part of it is a lot of people are just being tired of being told what to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like, for example, if a person who stays home all the time, they're introverts, they stay home all the time, and then you tell them, hey, you have to stay home even though they stay home all the time anyways, they're not going to like that. They're going to want to defy They're going to want to go out anyways. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so, honestly, maybe that plays a little part in it. I don't know. But personally, me, uh, if I was a pastor, I had a congregation, and I didn't want to jeopardize people, because there's a lot of people that go to church, a lot of different people. Some have health conditions. Some have uh, are older who wouldn't be able to combat, to combat the virus as well. I mean, honestly, if you want to keep your congregation safe, if you care as much as you should... Then why not? You know, you have your cameraman, you have your sound system guy there.
0: You know, you social distance, you stay away. You know, you just you know. Um, Could it be that it's the confidence that we kind of spoke about—the the guys that think they can blow on the coronavirus <coughs> and make it go away—that they feel that we need to, we can open. It's going to be fine because God is on our no, side. No, I don't
1: think no. everybody's like that. I, I mean, I'm sure there's there are people like that. I'm sure there's people like that but I don't think everybody's like that I, I mean at least some of the pastors I've known I, they're, they're not they're the pastors I've known have they're not all like hey you know what and they understand they, the situation yeah, they understand right? the situations and you know there's people out there who are very uh, logical and there's people out there who are just just don't have common sense who don't use logic who don't use their brains
0: and I, I think with this about them all gathering together saying we're going to hold an in person thing I think it's you know, it's kind of rubbing them the wrong way. Like, well, how come we aren't essential? Like, because they feel, you know, it. people that are religious, it, it not it doesn't feel good to not feel like you're an essential piece of what's going on. And you're a huge part of your community. Um, and I think that probably, like you said, they're getting kind of tired of what being what told to do. Also, it's like, he's basically saying, hey, you guys aren't essential enough to be open. And that kind of would rub people the wrong way, I think. I mean, being told that you're not essential to... To do stuff, it's kind of, especially after all this time. Yeah, or, but that, that, To me, that's a pride issue at that yeah. point. You know, like, oh, well, we're not
1: essential, or we can't, you know, I mean, but some of it could be desperation too. Who knows? I mean, well, these churches need money to stay afloat. They just, you know, so at that point, some of them may be thinking, like, I need to reopen. Financially, I need, we I, need to get because, open. Because, you here. know what? I can't collect money through Zoom. I need to, you know, I can't. How does that work, sermon, anyways, when and, they
0: collect you money? Know, well, is it just like in the movies where they just pass around a basket and you just don't yeah, have money much. in it? Is yeah, much. Is it really?
1: Yeah, it's like they pass around a basket, or is that like, that's have every the, time? They'll
0: have ushers go every
1: Sunday and collect money, and you know, it, it's called tithing. You know, you give like, and some people stick to the stick to the book of what it says in the Bible, and some people don't. You know, what does it say in the Bible? It talks about giving ten percent of your income. To the churches, that's what it talks about. Does it really? Um, I've known pastors who stick to that, and say, "Oh, you give ten percent every time you'll get blessed." And I've known pastors who said, "You know what? You give what you can. If you can't, you're not. You, God's not going to look at you any different because you got to do what's best for your family." You know, it just depends on the pastor and his way of preaching, in my opinion. And that me sucks. personally, I don't think. Like personally, there's been times I went to church and you know what, I was in a position where I could give, so I said, "Yeah, I'll give, I'll give." You yeah. know, um, but then also there's been times where I couldn't. I was like, "Okay, I can't this time. I gotta take care of my family." You know what? I didn't feel bad about it. You know, It's just one I've of those been, things. I gotta do what's right first.
0: You've been to one where they says you need to give this amount or you're not going to be blessed. You've, you've been a part of that? I've,
1: I've, I've seen it. Yeah. Um, I've, I've,
0: I've been to churches. That would make me not want to do anything. Well, absolutely. I mean, that would be like, whoa, whoa, whoa! This doesn't seem right. Um, but yeah, these uh these twelve hundred pastors are pretty confident, they're pretty uh sticking to their guns. So it's supposed to be on May thirty first. They are going to uh, have an in person service. So well, good luck to them. I mean, yeah, I mean we'll they must be it. That must be a pretty big thing, Pentecost Sunday. Um, I guarantee you, uh, here's what's gonna happen. If no so, one's gonna show up, or what's no, they're,
1: going they're, on? They're gonna open up, have servers, and the media is gonna the next day say. The coronavirus spikes after pastors hold service. Yeah. That's... They did that the other day where... I forget what state it was. They opened up and then they said coronavirus spiked 1200 yeah. new cases the very next day and i'm thinking in my head hey, wait a minute media that's not how it fucking works you're not gonna open up and then the next day have 1200 new cases yeah, like, it's just, uh, if
0: that was a case you
1: already had those cases you know what i mean it's like, really hard to decipher yeah. what's
0: really going on with the numbers and who's right and yeah, because everyone has their own little thing i'm not trusting the numbers because it's hard because i'm not trusting the numbers uh, yeah. yeah they say oh it's it's getting better oh it's getting worse it's getting better it's getting like I, it's hard to that's why I just wish, like, dude, I think it's time to just let us know what's happening for yeah. once. Just someone out there has the truth. Yep. Just let us know what it is. I, I mean, I think us. we're, I think we're smart enough as people just to be like, dude, just tell us what the fuck is going on, because uh, uh, trying to find any kind of information about what's happening is kind of it's kind of frustrating. And speaking speaking of coronavirus numbers, or just overall coronavirus stories, I came across one. It was by the AP that over 4,500 virus patients were sent to New York nursing homes that were – they were staying in the hospital in New York, but because of um, – they were in fear that they were going to lose – they needed more beds when this started happening because New York thought that they needed like a 100 and something thousand beds for the hospitals. So they kind of – they someone panicked and the, uh, they're blaming uh, the governor or the, the mayor Cuomo out there, but that – uh. Um, 4,500 of them what was it 4,500? Yeah, around 4,500 of them were moved from the hospital and sent to nursing homes, and they all had COVID, and they all infected everybody in the nursing home, and that's where all the deaths come, because people in nursing homes are typically, yeah. they're older, and so the report is coming out, it's kind of, it's gaining a lot of steam, and um, because I think what happened is that they reacted to all the numbers and the reports that they were being told and that they were hearing, and so they felt that okay well we can move we can move some people to nursing homes, which whoever made that decision is 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 not a smart because no. that spike like New York has like the most most yeah. deaths right now, and like to send sick people to places where sick people already are and who have bad health and who are old, which is basically um it's basically what the coronavirus was attacking with elderly people and with underlying health conditions and stuff and the uh, to do that I mean I mean how would you who would make that call and who's gonna take the blame for it well obviously right. nobody's, the government. Gonna take, nobody's gonna take it for it. someone's no, gonna, what, somebody's, what, gonna, somebody's, what, gonna no, somebody's gonna come out
1: no, somebody's gonna come out but you know uh, the, the, whoever made that call they're not gonna take the blame for it. when it comes to politics something I've just I've noticed is that nobody wants to be accountable for their actions. Not once have I ever seen somebody go up there and say, hey, it was my fault. I'm sorry. You know, like, honestly, that's yeah, just the way it it's is. It's happening like, everywhere. With the way, like, you know, you, you look at the whole thing with Donald Trump and how you know, when the for coronavirus first came about, he was talking about, hey, we're very close to a vaccine. Oh, we're not going to have more than 10 cases in the United States. And he was talking all this shit. And the script is on there day, like, day after day, the things he was saying. And then all of a sudden, kind of, when all of a sudden we had to shut down America, he said, oh, well, we take no responsibility for this. Like, okay. So, but everybody forgets about that. You know what I mean? it's like, I I'm not into like really into politics. I don't. I don't Me neither. What, but like, been, I don't swing left or right. I just, I'm more like conservative. I'm like for the people. Um, as am I. But you know, I'm going to call out what's right and what's wrong. What I feel is right. And what feels wrong. And that was. I don't think we reacted fast enough. Yeah, it's there's
0: I mean, there's so many reports of what was going on as far as like who reacted. I, I mean, I've seen so many things. Is that uh, we got numbers from. Uh, We got numbers from China, and China gave everybody the whole world numbers of what was going on, and those weren't accurate, so everyone kind of freaked out. And they all were going off of those numbers. Turns out it wasn't as bad. Um, But just this report, so it looks like we as a country have dropped the ball as far as nursing home goes because nationally over 35,000 people have died from coronavirus outbreaks at nursing homes and long-term care facilities. It's about a third of the overall death toll. According to the AP's running tally well, so. something
1: else that people aren't paying attention to is You know when it comes to the coronavirus. Yes, it is killing people I totally understand that and like I heard you say in one of your podcasts like, you know You don't you can't sit there and tell somebody that who's lost like three relatives that oh, it's a hoax or anything like that No, it's very real yeah. but something that I think they're not mentioning which I read an article the other day it talks about how most of the people dying had very severe underlining yeah. conditions already, and that's, so yeah. it is, a, is it impacting healthy people, and some healthy people have died from it, but not as yeah. many as the ones who have different things like asthma, uh, lupus, some kind of respiratory problem, yeah. high blood pressure,
0: heart problems. The, ver- know, and, the, the stats are showing that it's, it, it, is, it does kill people, but it, like you said, you yeah. have to have some kind of underlying health condition or your age. And it's just that's what's starting to happen is people have been cooped up so long now, and people have have not been able to work, and there's nothing in sight of helping these people that haven't done anything. I think if the government stepped up, because when you make a plan to say we're going to shut down the country, right during that same meeting of whoever those minds were that said we need to do this, it should be a plan in order to help people survive during that time financially, because you have all sorts of things that are going on where you're basically telling people, you can't work, we're trying to keep everyone safe, but you can't work and we're not going to really help you out because unemployment, if there's people. There's so many people that are filing for it, it's ridiculous, and it's that even route, unemployment right is not now. that great. Okay. Yeah. And so you gave out one stimulus check. I mean, I've talked about this before, but it drives me crazy that there's no plan and that the fact that you have to go through so many leaps and bounds and hoops and doors just to get anything passed and it doesn't happen but it's like how do you say hey people all you people you're not going to work how do you not say hey how are they going to survive financially how are they going to pay rent how is all this stuff going to happen but Cause, yeah I, I totally agree with you but it's like how do you put a
1: plan in place for something like that Like, and you know well, something I heard somebody say was this was the biggest funds transfer they've ever seen like so it's something like two trillion dollars they wave a stimulus check in front of everybody but all of that is going to end up going back to the corporations oh, yeah. The taxpayers are paying it you know and it's like the biggest fund transfer from the lower and middle class to the wealthy
0: Exactly. we were we're they they're hoping that this one check was going to just make us all happy hey excited that we got something but we can't we can't not let that blind us to what? Like these companies are getting so much more money. Well, I think they said and like I think was it uh, the billionaires uh, are making like Jeff over... Bezos. And oh, yeah, I he... think
1: it was Bill Gates. They made something obnoxious.
0: Mm-hmm. It was like twenty eight billion off yeah, of this yeah. so far. Yeah, like, there, uh, that's something that he he's on paid. pace to be the first trillionaire. Apparently, that's obnoxious. That's so crazy. And it's hey, like yeah. well, it's because now he's he's cut their uh, he's cut their hazard pay. Um, The people that are like on furlough or whatever don't have health insurance now for um, Amazon. Like he's cutting all this stuff and then he's making the money on top of all that. So like these companies, as far as, you know, say, well, we can't give out stimulus checks because how are we going to pay for it? How much? They're throwing money around like it's monopoly anyways. Like these bills that they have. Oh, this trillion dollar this, this trillion dollar that. Okay, let's not pretend that we don't just print money anyways. Like literally that's where money comes from. You print it anyways and you're throwing out all – how long have we been in debt? How long is everybody always in debt but yet we're in debt but somehow some way we have hundreds of millions of dollars that go to this fund and that fund and oh let's do the military needs more weapons and so like all this stuff like they can come up with money whenever they want but yet when the american people who are actually struggling really need it that's when it's like, well, well. Let's see, how are we gonna do it? Does everyone need it? How much can they make a year without not having us having to give them anything? Like, there's all these things where they they question it. But when it comes to bailing out companies like air, airline companies who are holding on to people's canceled flight money, ah, we'll give them the money. Oh, here's a bailout. Here's a bailout. It happens so easily. But yet, when the the majority of the country, which is You, me, everyone else pretty much out there. If you're not a millionaire, billionaire, the many, we are struggling. And it takes forever for anything to ever happen. But when they want money from us, guess what? Oh, it's right away. immediate. They're taking it. Yep, absolutely. No matter what. And it's it's one of the most frustrating things. And it's like, then you just start saying, okay, what am I going to do? How can I change that? But you need people... From the top, somewhere, somehow, people will need to start filtering and infiltrating the the political arena to get it, like, to people in position that, like, want stuff for actual people. Because right now, I think there's so many older people out there. I don't know too much about politics, but every time I watch one of those stupid things on, like, TV of, like, meetings and, like, little, like, all these hearings that you have, these dudes are fucking old, and they sound clueless. Well, that's some of the biggest problems. And it's, problems and it's just, they have, a- they have so much... Uh, agendas and they have so many people, uh, money in their pockets that they have to like spin it this way or they, you know, it's it's frustrating well, because it the shouldn't be things. that way.
1: Like, you know, the president of the United States, they're in there for maybe two terms. Yeah. One to two terms, and you have some of these people in Congress who've been there for like what, 40, Forever. 50, 60 years? Like, yeah, it needs you know, to be about, like similar. That, yeah, it has to be we similar. We have to change stuff out because nothing changes and they're set in their ways and, you know, and. That's another thing, is like, when are the people going to have enough? When are we going to rise up? When are we going to say, okay, enough's enough? Let's but, You know, you know they and, don't, and, and, I want it they, to. to have They never will. You know why? Because the media creates fear. It and creates separation. division. Yep. And that's the best way. You, you create fear, you create division. And and whenever like, it gets
0: quiet, whenever it gets like, oh, everyone seems to be getting along, something pops up where they're just going to stir it up again and be like, yep. look, guys, Absolutely. you guys Every are time. getting along a little bit too much. Let's go, let's go, let's go. And it's just... This coronavirus thing, I, it has put, has kind of, I hopefully opened a lot of people's eyes as far as who is essential. What work can we, act, what work do we need to do? Like, really, we can do stuff, a lot of stuff from home. We can do a lot of things where we can help the environment out as well. Um, because, look, I mean, people aren't going to work. Like you mentioned before about how all the animals are coming out. They're, they're, they're creating, they're making new life. And it's all because people had to stay home. And do, but work is still being done. Yeah. The country didn't completely die, and the only reason why people are suffering is because our own government, who's telling us to do this, isn't stepping up to the plate when they should. Absolutely, because there's so many bills that are being put out there, and I, I think I'm not really. I've been getting into politics, and I've been watching stuff, so I probably am more of like, I guess it would be like a democratic, almost socialist. I think is what it is. Um, but I'm still new. I'm still learning about it. It's, um, but I'm along the lines of. You start thinking about it. It's like, how come we don't all have health care that, like, why do we, why doesn't everyone have health care? Well, how like, is that possible? A, every country, every major country in the world, everybody there has med, has medical care regardless. It's funny you say that. It's I, a, it's a saw, right. As soon as you're article, born, you have it. Yeah, I saw an article the other uh, week
1: and it was talking about, like, I listed all these countries and it said how many people lost health care in those countries and they were all zeros. And then it got to America, don't. and it was just a, an, a,
0: because an, an extraordinary number of people lost their health Because if you have a job, you get some, some health care, but it's not always great. But when you lose your job, you don't get it. You lose, so, because you don't have a job, that means you don't have the right to stay healthy or keep your family healthy. You have to go through another overpriced thing like Cobra, which is horrible. Horrible. And so you have to do that. Like, so... It doesn't make any sense to me. So I'm like... Yeah. You hear about people that are promoting Medicare for All and also they talk... It's just everything that we need to step up as American people. Like, you went to... You, you have a college degree. You went to college, right? You paid for college and yeah. stuff like that. The, yeah. Like, why... If we want to be the best country, right? A lot of people want us to be the best country. Well, they still say we are. They, We're the best country. Should, they they but still yet, consider us the best. But, but yet, yeah. a lot of jobs are getting moved around the world, okay? A lot of people are coming in. They... Do all this stuff? Why not help ourselves, our kids, our future get educated? Why isn't education, higher education, f- not free? They'd rather put money into other things. It's greed. Exactly. They, that's what boils so down to. Boy's don't down to you? Greed. But they all want to be great. They all say, "Oh, our economy. We need to do this." We know. Can you imagine if a lot of kids don't go to school because they can't afford it? Okay, they don't get a scholarship. They can't pay back a loan. And if they do go to college and they do get a group degree, they they're already in debt, which is perfect for the, the the system that we have now. You oh, just got to start paying it back. But could you imagine if education was free in this country, higher education, I mean, obviously elementary, has all that stuff's all free. If it was free for kids to go, more of them would be able to go, be able to get educated in various fields. And don't you think that education would boot, would boost so much? But yet we don't. And then we put our hands up in the air, like, Oh man, why aren't we doing better in the world as far as jobs and da 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 like but again, it's a business. Like the I think the national student
1: debt Bernie Sanders was talking about not too long ago. I think it's in the like it's in the trillions. It's like ridiculous how much debt that all these people owe their schools. And it's it's so it's you're, all, you're
0: you're already oh my
1: gosh. you're already I mean, set I'm, back I'm a I'm one student. of them. I'm one of them. I got my degree. Uh, four or five
0: years ago I'm still still paying it so it's like just... how is that beneficial to anybody as far as these so we how is our, our youth supposed to get educated and supposed to be motivated about going to college and getting a better degree like all this stuff when it's cost so much money yeah. and it's 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 a frustrating thing and it's kind of what we do we we, we, we raise these questions like we can't fix them, like, oh, man, I can't believe, how come how come all these jobs are going to different countries and stuff like that? Oh, what the heck's going on? How come we're not doing... Okay, you make it almost impossible to go to college, because nobody can afford it, okay? And it's all this stuff about, like, how like cigarettes, I mean, I'm not a fan of cigarettes, but smoking in general, oh, man, look at all this cancer, how are we going to stop this? It's just so, I mean, this sucks. Stop selling cigarettes, man! And I know a lot of people smoke cigarettes, and it's fine, I, I understand it, but, like, to throw up your arms, and especially like people in politics, they're like, "Oh, we gotta! What's going on? How can we fix this? Well, let's let's raise the prices on it, or let's raise the age on it. How about you just get rid of some of the stuff that's, fuck- but we don't do that. As we we don't we they're don't gonna, do
1: they're it. they not going to fix it because a lot of these tobacco companies, they're, they're, in, they're in the, they're the pockets. They're funding a yeah. lot
0: of the campaign. Yeah, like, you know that's
1: what it, it's a vicious circle
0: that just won't be broken. I, mm-hmm. And I hope that this, you know, the coronavirus mm-hmm. is. It kind of is shedding light on a lot of things that I think us as a people you would hope. But it's it, you know, if, I, if there was a time for us to step up and rise up, it would have been right now. It would have been. My, my fear know. is that it's – right now you can see a lot of the states are coming back. A lot of the government are trying to push to open everything up. My fear is that it's going to open up, and all those people without jobs and all those people that are that suffered through this whole thing while the government kind of stood back and watched it all happen, the government's going to be like, oh, well, it's back to normal, guys. Figure it out. Like, hey – what what do you want us to do everything's fine again and i think that's and i that's my fear that it's going to happen we're going to go back to being the same way that we do and i just hope people someone is raising up and stepping up and doing that Now, but uh i want to thank you for your time Gil. uh i think we have to go (laughs) um uh go ahead and uh what's the go ahead a little shameless plug of your uh, your podcast. Plug. <laughs> That's what they call it in the industry, man. The shameless yeah, plug. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> Go ahead, yeah, man. Yeah, definitely is, is a halfway there PC, yep. halfway there podcast. Find us on Anchor, Spotify, and also on Twitter. You got another halfway one coming out, on, right? Halfway PC. Yes, we do. Your
0: own, your uh, own I do, do. it My
1: own personal yep. one. Yeah.
0: Uh, organized chaos. All right, good. You guys, make sure you check it out and. Uh, Stay tuned for my next uh, solo podcast. I'm kind of just getting my garage set up to have uh, like a mini studio. So I'm kind of pumped up about that. Um, I will definitely – I will be posting something probably Monday or Tuesday. So uh, stay tuned to that. Um, Check out the links for Gil's podcast as as well as mine. Uh, But with that that being said, everyone stay safe. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. And that's it for me. Say bye, Gil. Bye, Gil.